0: Brain health has been very popular in the news lately, and this podcast is for you. If you've ever had brain fog, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, CTE, any of these issues, this is the podcast where we're going to jump into the latest research from Dr. Dale Bredesen, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dave Asprey of the Bulletproof Diet, so many other people, all the minds that are really out there paving the way blazing a path for new research new strategies that are actually working to get your brain optimized and working at its highest highest level the brain builders podcast is just for you so get a notebook get a pen and get ready to open up your mind and get back to the person that you were meant to be the Brain Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and yes, I have been on a bit of a hiatus, but I am back and I am fired up. I am ready to get back into the Brain Builders info, the life-saving information to get you back to the person you were meant to be, and we are returning back to Dave Asprey's book, Headstrong, The Bulletproof Plan to Activate Untapped Brain Energy to Work Smarter and Think Faster in Just Two Weeks. So, we left off last time on your brain on light, air, and cold. Biohacking is the art of changing the environment around you and inside you so that you have full control of your body and brain. One of the most important factors in your environment is something you probably don't pay much attention to, light. Research shows that light is a nutrient and plays a critical role in signaling mitochondria. Light tells your mitochondria what to do and when to do it, and different light frequencies send different messages. In reality, light is not just a nutrient. We've used it in medicine for 100 years, so you could also say it's a drug. After your brain and your heart and your ovaries, if you're a woman, your eyes contain the highest concentration of mitochondria in your body. This makes your eyes extremely sensitive to anything that might mess with your mitochondrial energy production. And some light frequencies do exactly that. That's ironic because I'm also launching a new uh, natural vision correction program March 31st. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook, Dr. John DeWitt, or RelaxToClarity.com. There's a group for that. But anyway, uh, now you might be thinking, why would my eyes need so many mitochondria? They're so small. The answer is simple, it's about energy supply and demand. Your visual systems require up to 15% of your total energy budget. Your body spends a huge amount of energy on visual processing. When you have an unstable energy supply to the mitochondria in your eyes or just poor mitochondrial performance in general, you can suffer from brain fog and headaches and even lose your ability to perceive subtle shades. In fact, changes to your perception of shades of gray It turns out there are more than 50 of them, (laughs) no pun intended with the Fifty Shades of Grey movie, uh, can be used to diagnose whether or not you have been exposed to mitochondrial toxins. At any given moment, your eyes take in volumes of information about the world around you, and your brain requires a lot of energy to process and make sense of it all. When your eyes have to function in unnatural spectrums of light, it stresses your mitochondria, slows down your energy production, increases free radical production, and can damage mitochondria as a result your brain has more difficulty processing the light information your eyes take in this can really hurt your mental performance mitochondria also communicate with each other so any stress to your eye mitochondria can adversely affect the mitochondria in your brain your heart and everywhere else luckily you're often in control of the type of light in your environment There are many ways you can improve your mitochondrial function just by shedding some light on the problem, literally. Junk light is as bad as junk food. Today we are exposed to more unnatural spectrum light, call it junk light, than ever before. Just like we accidentally screwed up our health when we began to tinker with nature and modify our food supply to create junk food, Now we're screwing up our biology by modifying our natural light sources to create junk light. And your mitochondria don't survive well in it because they didn't evolve in it. This might be the first time you're hearing about junk light, but a handful of people have been trying to get the word out about it for years. A researcher named John Ott discovered the dangers of certain light frequencies back in 1961 and has been warning us about it ever since. The best-selling author, T.S. Wiley, also cautioned us about the health hazards of poor quality light almost 15 years ago in her book, Lights Out. Dave Asprey was fortunate to get a copy from her in in person right after she published it, and it totally blew his mind. But for some reason, this information hasn't yet reached the mainstream. Uh, Dave Asprey first became aware of light frequencies and their effect on biology even before that. As a teen, he had a pet iguana named Skippy, and he learned that he would die if he didn't expose him to the specific spectrum of light he needed. He was fine in natural sunlight, but indoors, he had to have special ultraviolet reptile light. At the time, Dave wondered why people were so different from lizards and why light didn't matter as much to us. And he chalked it up to the fact that we were so much more evolved than lizards. Well, it turns out we aren't so different from Skippy after all, except in our ability to think we are way more evolved. Light matters to us a great deal, but until the last five years, we didn't know how much it mattered or that it mattered because of our mitochondria. We evolved to absorb sunlight into our cells and our mitochondria, but in our well intentioned quest to save energy, we've unfortunately created a blend of light frequencies for artificial light that our bodies don't recognize. We've removed infrared light, which has a wavelength that's just beyond the red end of the visible light spectrum, the electromagnetic spectrum of light that's visible to the human eye. You can't see infrared light, but you can feel it. You experience it as heat. It is the invisible part of the sun spectrum and is necessary for most living things, including our mitochondria. In the last 30 years, we started to completely avoid ultraviolet light and ultraviolet A and ultraviolet B light for the first time in history. Both of these frequencies come from the sun and have biological impacts. We now block those frequencies from our eyes through ever-present UV filtering, windows, windshields, and sunglasses, and we filter them from our skin when we use sunscreen. And that affects your whole body because your eyes aren't the only organs that take in light. Your largest organ, your skin, also absorbs light into its cells and mitochondria. Your grandparents didn't have UV filtering glass, didn't wear sunglasses much as kids, and didn't wear sunscreen, and they had less skin cancer and better mitochondria than we do now. Yes, there are good reasons to filter out some UVA and UVB. Ultraviolet light is powerful, and we are right to be concerned about its connection to cancer. Overexposure to your skin can lead to sunburns, which can cause cancer, and overexposure to our eyes can cause permanent eye damage. It also bleaches furniture and artwork even indoors. It's easy to imagine that since too much UV light is bad, we should just avoid it entirely, and that's what we've largely done. But it turns out that your body requires some ultraviolet light to work properly. UVB light is vital to activate vitamin D in your body and to help set your circadian rhythm, the physiological process that tells you when to sleep and when to wake up. When Dave interviewed Dr. Stephanie Seneff, a senior research scientist at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, she explained that when UVB light hits your skin, it converts vitamin D into its activated sulfated form. Thus, it's not enough to just pop a vitamin D3 supplement. You have to activate the vitamin, and that requires exposure to real sunlight or a high-quality UVB lamp. Newer artificial lights like white LED, light-emitting diode, and CFL, compact fluorescent light bulbs, lack many of the sun's frequencies that our bodies and brains. With our artificial lights, we've eliminated most of the infrared, red, and violet lighting that's found in natural sunlight, and we've amplified the blue light beyond anything we have evolved to handle. More on that in a second. We've made great strides in creating energy-efficient lighting that saves electricity, But ironically, these same innovations are creating an energy crisis for our mitochondria. This is junk light. And as he mentioned, it's exactly the same thing that happened to our food. We eliminated expensive healthy fats using the fat is bad myth and amplified the amount of cheap sugar beyond anything our bodies were meant to handle. You can still eat junk food, but it's not going to make you feel good. With light, we've eliminated some biologically necessary frequencies to save electricity and increased other stressful frequencies by orders of magnitude. You can still see in junk light, but you won't like the way it makes you feel. One of the biggest problems with junk light sources is how much blue light they emit. Fluorescent lights emit substantially more blue light and less infrared light than incandescent bulbs or sunlight, which is why no one on Earth loves to be in a fluorescent-lit environment. I'm telling you, some of the offices I've worked in in the past, you talk talk about migraines, headaches, is awful. The newer white LED light bulbs that have invaded our cities and homes appear white, but they emit at least five times more blue light than you would find in nature, and they do it completely free of the infrared and red spectrums always found in natural sunlight. Your mitochondria have to produce a lot of extra energy to process the blue light in LEDs, which burns oxygen and creates free radicals in the cells of your eyes. And when the mitochondria in your eyes are stressed, the rest of your mitochondria can get stressed, including the ones in your brain. Research, recent research supports this connection between blue light and cellular damage. A 2005 study concluded that blue light can cause cell dysfunction through the action of reactive oxygen species on DNA, and that this may contribute to cellular aging, age-related pathologies, and tumorigenesis, which is the creation of tumors. Another study found that blue light changes mitochondrial shape and creates stress proteins in your eyes that are likely connected to macular degeneration, the deterioration of the central area of the retina, often resulting in vision loss. Macular degeneration is the leading cause of blindness in developed countries. More than a third of the population over age 75 has it, including Dave Asprey's father, so he finds this side effect of junk light particularly troubling. He believes that the massive and unprecedented changes to our indoor lighting and mobile phone screens will cause a huge wave of macular degeneration at younger ages than ever before. Already, several studies correlate long-term history of exposure to junk light with macular degeneration. Industrial lighting designers simply aren't trained to consider the biological consequences of replacing street lights and indoor lights with LEDs. They look at bulb life and electricity consumption and make the economically efficient decision to remove more expensive natural spectrum spectrum incandescent lights, and then we pay the price biologically over time. To be fair, processing the high-quality light also generates free radicals, but there's a major difference between the byproducts of processing high-quality full-spectrum light and junk light. When your eyes are exposed to high-quality full-spectrum light, the free radicals that are produced prompt the cells to produce extra antioxidants to clean up the free radicals. Your mitochondria are built to clean up their own exhaust as long as there isn't too much of it. Blue light, however, causes an increase in free radical production it doesn't trigger the cleanup signal to increase antioxidant production. Instead of traveling to the cell nucleus, the excess free radicals stay under the cell membrane, resulting in macular degeneration and decreased energy production, and outside the eyes, it can even cause premature skin aging. Read that again. Sitting under those bright LED and fluorescent lights at work will make you look old. Still want to save a couple bucks on electricity with those environmentally friendly led bulbs well they're not friendly for your environment we did not evolve to absorb this type of junk light in fact we couldn't even see blue until a few hundred years ago ancient civilizations had one no word for blue in the odyssey homer describes the sea as wine dark the color blue was the last to appear in most languages including greek chinese japanese and hebrew The evidence suggests that since they had no name for it, these people did not perceive the color blue as we know it today. Blue is a modern invention. It it is the hardest color for your brain to interpret. So where are these damaging blue lights lurking? The main sources are the technological devices we spend our days staring into. The junk light from our smartphones, tablets, laptops, and e-readers, and from the LED bulbs in our surrounding environment goes straight into our eyes and then into our brain where it damages cells and lowers performance. We'll talk more about damaging junk light next time on the Brain Builders podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we're going to be back to daily podcast, and we're going to get more information about this dangerous light situation as it applies to vision, which is really important for me, like I said, because I'm doing the podcast, or not the podcast, but a course on that, March 31st. Check me out on Facebook, Dr. John DeWitt, and you can get more information about that. Have an amazing day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumbacasino.com It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>